What up? I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, I'm here for a school. Chilling in the hotel room. Either way. So I'm reading, right? And I run across this article by a man named Henry Louis Gates Jr. And it starts out with the headline, We Can't Allow Forces of Reaction to Turn Back the Clock on Race Relations. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Right on. So then at the top of it, it's got a picture of Martin Luther King. And it's in color. Like it's a real clear picture. It's kind of one of the better pictures I've seen of him. He's not sweaty. He's not like he's chill. And it's it's pretty clear for a picture from that age. So I'm like, okay, you got my attention. Civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. appears in Atlanta, Georgia in October 24th, 1966. All right, so the and it starts out like this. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read a little bit of it. Harvard professor Henry Louis Gates Jr. delivered a speech at the 2017 Massachusetts Governor's Awards in the Humanities in Boston. I'm going to read a quick part of it for you. In 1922, the great critic and novelist James Weldon Johnson, the composer of the Negro National Anthem, wrote, A people may become great through many means, but there is only one measure by which its greatness is recognized and acknowledged. The final measure of the greatness of all peoples is the amount and standard of the literature and art they have produced. The world does not know that a people is great until that people produces great literature and art. No people that has produced great literature and art has ever been looked upon by the world as distinctly inferior. Everybody that we look at today as a great nation has so much history, so much documented history. Black people, we need arts, music, painters, writers, movie directors, everything. We need to start capturing all of this stuff that's happening. Because if we don't take it down, if we don't record our history, somebody else will, and they're going to record it how they see it. We need everything that we can get to tell our story. And I hear that a lot, and now it makes sense just from reading that. People say we need to tell our story. We don't need to just keep telling it to each other. We need to tell it to the world. We need to put it out wherever things can be put out. Some of us like to gather on social media. Other people do blogs. We need more podcasters. We need more books. We need people to publish these books. Because all of, on top of all of this stuff, all of these things are jobs for people. We can start reading. We can start going to, we can start building museums. We can start doing all of this stuff. But that's so important. Just reading this, it really struck a chord because I feel like this is what we've been missing. So this is a little bit more from Dr. Henry Louis Gates Jr. A few years later in graduate school in Cambridge, I figured out that Johnson was responding to a long list of Western philosophers, starting with Hume and Kant. Then Jefferson and Hegel had argued that until black people created great works of art, they would be judged as distinctly inferior as a race, as an entire ethnic group not qualified to deserve their equal rights as human beings because they were not equal to other races or nationalities in mental endowments as gifted by God or by nature. So I'm like, who is Hegel, right? 
So he was a Scottish philosopher, and this is how he thought. This is what I pulled up here. Before Hegel, the word dialectic referred to the process of an argument and refutation through which philosophers sought to discover the truth. Plato's dialogues offer the prime example. One person advances a proposition or belief, and Socrates refutes it and shows why that proposition is wrong, which clears the way for a better, more convincing argument to take place. The point of dialectical reasoning before Hegel was to clear away misconceptions and arrive at first principles, basic fundamental truths on which we can all agree and that the philosopher can use as a starting point on which to base a philosophical system, such as Descartes' famous principle that if we're thinking, we can at least be sure that we exist. So here's what it's saying. You tell me something and I tell you why that don't make sense. Let's find something that we can first agree on and go from there. We don't have anything for anybody to go on. So when they say black people are ignorant, black people are lazy, black people are angry, black people are violent, black people are whatever they say, we don't have anything that we created that we could give them and say, hey, no, we're not. There is some. Let me not say that. We don't have enough proof to give to them to show them that they're wrong. So knowing that our history has been hidden, we should be producing more stuff. In essence, producing our history right now. Here's a question I asked a friend the other day. When you think of black culture, what do you think about? Black culture. Right? Or black people in America, whatever you want to call it, African Americans, because some people don't agree on what to call ourselves. But the fact is, we know what we're saying. Black, African American, Native American, African, whatever. Us dark people that live in America, what is our culture? So you can think of Chinese people and you can think of the Great Wall of China and you can hear the sounds going off, you know, the gongs or whatever. And then you can think of Japanese people. You think of, you see Japanese people and you think of Cherry Blossom Festival. Then you meet all of the different cultures in Africa and what they believe and what they have, what they think, what they've been passing down. I'm talking about this dark skinned group in America. What do we have to look back onto and say this is our culture, this is our history? 500 years from now, 1,000 years from now, 2,000 years from now, because that's how far back some other cultures go. What is our culture going to look like? This is something that we need to be aware of. We've only been out of slavery almost 152 years. December 6th will be 152 years. We're new. We don't have a history. Slavery was not Slavery is not our history. Slavery is our start. This is it right now. This is where we start having people knowing who we are. Our ancestors, they still had slave mentalities. We don't need to be having slave mentalities. We have access to publishing companies. And if we don't have them, we can start our own publishing companies. The only thing stopping us from doing it is us. In our mindsets. 
So black people, we need more writers, more singers, more painters, more sculptors, more business owners. We are shaping what our future will look like. 152 years is how long we've been free. Up into the 1950s, we couldn't even share the same school. And we've been free, free. I'm doing air quotes if you can't hear it in my tone. I'm doing air quotes because I don't really mean free of oppression for 63 years, which means we are new, new. Like, if you're looking at it from a historical time point, we're babies. 63 years, we're babies. We're not even, we're not even babies. We're, we're still pregnant right now. But it's time for us to have this thing. 63 years, we're new. And the same stories are being told about us. The same lies, the same slander, all of the same junk. It's still happening because we haven't changed it. You can, we can say all day that we're equals and we could tell each other all day that we're equals, but let's do it. And let's not just do it to prove them wrong. Let's literally do it for the culture. We are the culture right now. This is us. We are writing black people's history right now. What are our books going to say? They were released from slavery in 1865. They could go to the same schools in 1954. And from there, dot, dot, dot. It's us. It's us. Now, going back to free, we still got work to do. There's still crap that's like, come on, we, we know it's real. There's still stuff that we have to do, but we all have to do it. We all got a part to play. We have to make a change any way possible. Anything that you can do, do it. Whatever your heart tells you to get up and do, do it because we need change. And we don't have to wait on the laws to change for us to change. So the laws are still messed up. So you protesters keep protesting. You marchers keep marching. We need, we need everybody. I'm not a marcher personally. It's not my thing, but I salute all of you marchers because you show what it looks like when black people come together. So keep it, please keep going. If you are a promoter, you don't have to march. Promote the march. When black people march in the street, it shouldn't be like, all oh, the blacks are out there again taking up the road. They should be like, the blacks are marching. What are they about to do? And we do something to it, and we shut it down. If they say the blacks are marching, that means we saturate the market with books written by black authors telling black people's story. If the blacks are about to march, we should be opening up museums all across the country. Every marcher in the country, you get out there and walk and you sh in numbers, and then everybody have a museum opening day and go to the museum. We need everybody to do whatever you can do. Whatever it is. If you, if you like plumbing, then start working on owning your plumbing business and hire black people and have a black owned business in a black neighborhood. Just be black. I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm tired. I'm already tired of us. I'm 30 and I'm already tired of seeing 
how we're living. Even more so, though, these kids nowadays, oh my goodness. These kids got it a lot earlier than we did. I did. How about that? I'm 30, and it took me until about 27, 27 to start loving black people and start loving being black, to be proud of being black. These kids right now got it in middle school. I watched a video of um, these little girls that started a backpack company, and it's super black. <laughs> like, the backpack got, you know, cartoon pictures of black kids on them, you know, black girls, black boys being black. Do it for the culture. Here's another question. So, and this is this is a real conversation we need to have with ourselves too. And it's it's fairly easy. So when we think about this black America and this black future, I want you to close your eyes and imagine what you see when you think of a black neighborhood. I give you a minute. When you think of future black America, when we got our stuff together, our business is thriving. We're, you know, we're kicking on all cylinders. We, we, we jiving with each other the way we're supposed to be. It's black love in the air. All you see is black people doing good, black people happy. What do you see? Now, do you see a white neighborhood with black bodies? Or do you see a black neighborhood with black people doing black stuff? Things that really represent our culture. Things that every black person can agree on and be like, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it kind of like that? Or did you just take Beverly Hills and just put black people in it? Uh, everywhere you turn, you see black people, but it's still Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? So just something to think about. But it's time, black people, it's time. We need to document everything we do. We need a we need a social media company. That's what we need. So the computer people, we need to, that's what we need. We can have a black Facebook. Like we don't need we don't all we need to stop looking at ourselves as inferior. The reason why we do it is because we don't have that stuff to look back on. We got to dig through history. We got to dig. We got to look. We got to search to find our stuff. Like, our history is not just readily available. All they do is talk about slavery. You know, we can debate the who, what, when, where's, why's of all of that stuff before where we come from, what do we practice, what religion. You know, we can debate all of that stuff. But the reality is, if you black and you here right now, it really doesn't matter that much. If you believe that that's where we should go, then put it out. If you believe we should go another way, then put it out. You're going to have your, everybody's not going to agree on everything. But one thing we can all agree on is that we're black. So going back to where I started. Hegel moves from the discussion of consciousness in general to a discussion of self-consciousness. Like the idealist philosophers before him, Hegel believes that consciousness of objects 
necessarily implies some awareness of self as a subject, which is separate from the perceived object. But Hegel takes this idea of self-consciousness a step further and asserts that subjects are also objects to other subjects. Self-consciousness is thus the awareness of another's awareness of oneself. To put it another way, one becomes aware of oneself by seeing oneself through the eyes of another. Be real with yourself and be real with each other. Be real with everybody. And like I say, let's be real. We're black. And you can call yourself a Moor. You can call yourself an Israelite. You can call yourself a Native American. You can call yourself an African. You can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. But if you're here in America right now or anywhere else in the world, they don't care. They're going to call you black. They're not going to take the time to read your history and find out that black people lived in other countries. They're not going to dig through it like we dig through it to find out who we are. They don't care. You got to put it in their face. And if they don't want it, then that's cool, too. But we don't have enough to justify, even to ourselves, that we're great. We have the same people coming up in the same conversations all the time. Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, da-da-da-da-da-da. Rosa Parks, Mega Evers, all of these people. You can keep naming off a couple that I didn't name, and you know what I mean? You'll get the picture. But if we get to naming off singers, entertainers, basketball players, football players, the list goes on and on and on. We got the entertainment parts down. We need to get the education part. Once we start doing that, things will change. So whatever it is you feel like you have the power to do to help black America, do it. Whatever it is. If you say, I'm going to drive trucks on behalf of black America, load up a trailer full of college kids furniture and stuff so they can help them get to college you know if they're going out of state if you're swinging by just drop them off anything that you can do do it for the culture let's unite let's work let's write our history it's on us we are the future we'll shape the future by writing our history the same way some of us can go back and read about all of the greats is the same way that, that our next generations will look back at us. We need to get busy. Whatever your thing is, do it for the culture.